the thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have an enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afwakwa. Pastor Afwakwa is the founder and general overseer of Embassy of Life Chapel, a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to train believers through the teaching of the good news of the kingdom to know God better, live life better, and impact the world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. Hello and welcome to Excel Today. I trust that you've had a fruitful week and uh, it's my pleasure to welcome you to this special episode. I trust that our time together will bring you illumination and much more transformation. Why don't you pray with me? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this time of fellowship in your word. Thank you, Lord, that as we behold you in your word, we are changed from glory to glory, even as by your spirit. Let grace be upon my lips to share this truth, this life-changing truth with your people. And let grace be upon every viewer or hearer to bring transformation and an improvement in their lives for good. Thank you, Spirit of God, that no one watching the service now or may do so thereafter will ever be the same. Thank you, Father, for your presence and your spirit that is with me to communicate your word with simplicity and yet with power and understanding. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. Well, I want you to come with me to Ephesians chapter 5 and verse number 15 to 17. He says, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Is look carefully then how you walk. The new international version says this way Be careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. I'm glad to announce a new series that I'm beginning today, and it's caption Living as Wise. I've not exhausted a better me. But I want us to break the monotony and start something fresh. And so we'll get back to that later. But from today, I'm starting a series called Living as Wise. Ephesians is a very powerful book and it's one of the books of the Bible I love so much. I love to teach from Ephesians because Ephesians is a great book. It has a lot to tell us about who we are in Christ and what Christ expects us to do for him in the light of what he has done for us. And if you come, you read chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, and you come to chapter 4, chapter 5, chapter 6, which has to do more with application. He begins to give us clear instructions on how a Christian ought to live his life. And so he gives us several instructions, but we are zeroing in on chapter 5 in particular. And in chapter 5, chapter 5, he gives us specific instructions, a number of them. There are three of them I want us to consider, and it has to do with the way the Christian walk. How are you supposed to walk as a Christian? 
chapter 5. Or how are you supposed to live as a Christian? Chapter 5 gives us three ways a Christian ought to live his life. Number one is to walk in love or to live a life of love. That is a Christian. If you say you are a Christian, then you are called to live a life of love. You are to walk in love. So we are told in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 1 and 2. The New American Standard Version. It said, therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love just as Christ also loved you and gave himself up for us an offering and a sacrifice to God as a fragrant aroma. So that's it. You are to walk in love. That's the first walk we are called to walk. If you look at that, maybe we should just continue and then we'll pick it up from the New Living Translation. New Living Translation says, Imitate God, therefore, in everything you do because you are his dear children. Live a life filled with love. To walk is to live. It has to do with our conduct, the way we manage our lives. He says we are to live a life of love. So that's the first one. Number two is to live a life as a, pe- live a, life as a person of light. Or to walk in light. So we see that in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8. He said, For you were formerly darkness, but now you are in light. You are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. So we are to walk in love. We are to walk as children of light. And that is what Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8 also tells us. For you were once full of darkness, but now you have, you have light from the Lord. So live as people of light. Live as a person of love. Live as a person of light. And then he goes to number 15 to 17, which is going to be the focus of our teaching. He says in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 to 17, Therefore, be careful how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of your time because the days are evil. Verse 17, So do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Don't be foolish. Understand what the will of the Lord is. What's the will of the Lord? We will get to know as we go on in this series. But if you look at the same text in the New International Version, this is what it says. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Be careful how you live, not as unwise, but as wise making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. And I pray that in the coming month, you will make the most of your opportunities. Now, verse 17 says, Therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the will, what the Lord's will is. What the Lord's will is. Now, if you go back to the text, be careful, verse 15, it says, Be careful then how you live, not as wise, not as unwise, but as wise. Be careful how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Now, so clearly out of the text, the Bible tells us that we need to live life with carefulness. You can be careless with your life. You have to be careful how you live your life. And it tells us that in us, we become careful how we live our lives. We need to understand that there are two essential ways everybody can live. You are either living as wise or you are living as unwise you are living as wise or you are living as foolish and that is essentially what we are going to focus on today so i'm looking at two ways people live two ways people live and the choice will be yours how are you living your life which of these two camps do you belong do you belong to the camp of the wise or you belong to the camp of 
the foolish and if you assess your life and you look at the results in your life and you look at how you are faring in life if you measure your life overall you'll be able to tell whether you are living as wise or as foolish you have to understand that life is very brief life on earth is very brief and the brevity of life demands that life is lived with wisdom life cannot be lived anyhow that's why apostle paul instructs us to be careful how we live our lives there's going to be a day of accountability even here on earth and in eternity when we meet god ultimately so life cannot just be lived anyhow but we have only one of two ways to live we are either living wisely or we are living foolishly the book of proverbs which is the principal book of wisdom in the bible the book of psalms is also a book of wisdom is considered as a book of wisdom ecclesiastes a book of wisdom and then uh, sometimes job is also considered as a book of wisdom but by and large proverbs primarily and ecclesiastes are essentially the main books of wisdom now the book of proverbs categorizes these two ways in many ways we see it in many ways how foolish people live how foolish people respond how wise people respond to life how the same two scenarios can be presented to two people their responses will be different and that is how people ultimately end up in life we see this in almost every area of our lives and so we look at a few of them proverbs of the 10 and verse number one he compares and contrasts the life of the wise and the life of the foolish in many areas Proverbs 10.1, he says, the Proverbs of Solomon, a wise son makes a glad father, but a foolish son is a grief, is the grief of his mother. So he compares and contrasts a wise and a foolish son. You are talking about two ways to live. You are either living as a wise son or you are a foolish son. Now let's look at Proverbs 12.15. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he who his counsel is wise. So he tells you that a wise man is one who applies himself to counsel, but a foolish man seems right in his own ways. He doesn't consult anybody. He's opinionated, and he feels that his way is the best path. So we see that comparison again, two ways to live, two ways to relate to counsel. Again, Proverbs 14, verse 3, he said, In the mouth of a fool is a rod of pride, but the lips of the wise will preserve them. So pride comes out from the lips. There's a lip of a fool. There's a lip of the wise. Proverbs 14, 16. He said, a wise man fears and departs from evil, but a fool rages and is self-confident. So there's a way a foolish person approaches or relates to evil, and there's a way a wise man relates to evil. Again, Proverbs 29, verse 11. He said, a fool vents all his feelings. Uh, uh, have you ever gotten angry and said i'm going to tell him my mind i will tell him what he needs to hear that's what the bible is saying here he said a fool vents all his feelings but a wise man holds them back so how you relate with your feelings how you relate with your feelings or how you respond when your feelings are hurt can give us a clue about who you are whether you are foolish or you are wise now i cited a few of these examples for you to appreciate the fact that people live essentially in one of two ways you are either living wisely or you are living foolishly life has to be lived intentionally and purposefully because that's how god designed us to live and that's the way we get the most out of life that's why this series is very very important 
I want you to pay attention to the things I'll be sharing here because it will help you to live a meaningful life, a purposeful life, and much more a successful life. That is one of the core purposes of the book of Proverbs. Now, the question I want to ask today, I want us to answer, what do you experience when you live a life of wisdom? When you live your life as wise, what do you experience? We have looked at the fact that we can live only in one of two ways, wise or foolish. We are living, living wisely or we are living foolishly. What will be our experience? Because we are focusing on living as wise, what will be our experience? What are the things we are going to experience? How successful are we going to be? How joyful are we going to be if we choose a life of wisdom? If you choose a life of wisdom, how will your life be different from what it is presently? That's what we want to answer. And we'll be touching on three core scriptures from the book of Proverbs to be able to answer these questions. I'll just pick some key things from there. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 13 to 18. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 4, 5 to 6, the New Living Translation. And Proverbs chapter 4, verse 5 to 9, the, King James, the New King James Version. And then, of course, Proverbs chapter 8, verse 12 to 21. And Proverbs chapter 8, verse 32 to 36. Now, you have to understand that the book of Proverbs is loaded. And the things I've chosen to zero in here are not exhaustive. The other things I could talk about, but this is excellent today. Time is very, very limited. So let's go back to Proverbs 3, verse 13 to 18. Proverbs 3, 13 to 18. This is what the Bible says. Joyful is the person who finds wisdom and the one who gains understanding. It tells us what the atmosphere around a wise person is. He said, joyful is a person who finds wisdom. The King James says, happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. May you live a happy life. May you live a joyful life. Joy is something that a lot of people look for, but they can't find it. The Bible says, if you find wisdom, you have found joy. From this day forward, may you live a life of joy. May every depression and frustration around your life give way for the joy of the Lord in Jesus' precious name. So he says, joyful is the man that findeth wisdom. Now he goes to verse 14. For wisdom is more profitable than silver, and her wages are better than gold. So he tells you that wisdom is profitable for life. When you live a life of wisdom. What do you get? You get profit. Among the profit is joy. He talks about that. Wisdom gives you a profitable life. If you are going to be profitable to yourself, to society, to your family, to the church, and to the kingdom of God at large, you need to live a life of wisdom. You have to embrace the wisdom of God if you are going to live a profitable life. And then he says in the verse number 15, wisdom is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can be compared with her. Then she tells you, she offers First, you long life in the right hand and riches and honor in her left. May you live long. May you enjoy riches and honor. These things are uncommon things that wisdom makes available in our lives. When you live a life of wisdom, when you choose to live as wise, you enjoy joy, you experience profit in your life, among whom we are talking about riches and honor, we are talking about long life, we are talking about honor. Now, look at 17. She will guide you down delightful paths, and all her ways are satisfying. Wisdom guides you. Wisdom brings guidance into your life. From this day forward, may you find guidance. The wisdom of God brings guidance. Who to marry, 
who to say, uh, what to do with your life. The wisdom of God brings guidance and direction. Where there is frustration, may you receive guidance from today in the name of our Lord Jesus. So when we live a life of wisdom, we enjoy supernatural guidance. God's direction comes into our lives. And then wisdom brings satisfaction. May you live a satisfying life. Many people are not satisfied with their lives. They are complaining, they are bitter, they are envious, they are covetous all the time. They are simply not able to enjoy their lives. Why? Because they have ignored the wisdom of God. Wisdom brings satisfaction and fulfillment in life. And then he says, verse 18, Wisdom is a tree of life to those who embrace her, and happy are those who hold tightly to her. As you make a choice as we go through this series to become a person of wisdom, may you enjoy real life. He said, wisdom is a tree of life. What kind of life does wisdom give? Wisdom gives us an unusual life. It gives us an excellent life. It gives us a profitable life. That is the kind of wisdom that life wisdom offers. He says, happy are those who hold tightly to wisdom. May you never let go of wisdom in the name of our Lord Jesus. So these are amazing blessings we receive when we choose to walk in wisdom. Again, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 5 to 6, and then verse 8. New Living Translation says, Get wisdom, develop good judgment. Don't forget my words or turn away from them. Don't turn your back on wisdom, for she will protect you. Can you see that? Wisdom brings protection into our lives. When we choose to walk in wisdom, nothing can destroy our lives before our time. And that's why I prophesy to you, you will be protected, you will be secured. The Bible says, no weapon fashioned against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against you in judgment is condemned already. I prophesy and declare divine protection over your life, even as you choose to walk and live in wisdom. Now it says, love her and she will guard thee. Wisdom protects, wisdom guards, wisdom preserves. May you be preserved. Now verse 8 says, if you prize wisdom, she will make you great. Your greatness, the greatness you desire, the greatness you seek is in wisdom. Greatness in your life, greatness in your ministry, greatness in your finances, greatness in your family, greatness in your business. It is all embedded in wisdom. When you prize wisdom, when you value wisdom, wisdom brings greatness and promotion into your life. He says, he says that embrace her and she will honor you. May you live a life of honor. May every shame and reproach around your life be taken away, even as you make a quality choice to live a life of wisdom. When you look at it in the King James Version, he said, wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. And with all that getting, get understanding. Exalt her and he shall promote thee. May you enjoy promotions. You have been stagnated. You have been at one spot for a very long time in your business, in your professional life, because you are not working in wisdom. The things that you are supposed to do in order to enjoy promotion, you are not doing them. How? You are lazy on your job. You report to work late. <laughs> in the absence of wisdom for work, you will be frustrated in life. You cannot enjoy promotion. And so I pray that as you choose to embrace the wisdom of God in your career, wisdom of God in your family, may you enjoy peace and promotion and harmony in your home in the name of the Lord Jesus. So wisdom brings glory. Wisdom brings greatness. Wisdom brings life. Now look at verse number nine. It says, you will place on your head 
an ornament of grace, a crown of glory she will deliver to you. When you embrace wisdom, you have chosen glory. The Bible says, the wise in heart shall inherit glory. The wise in heart. When you choose a life of wisdom, you have chosen a life of glory. Shame will have no place in your life because you have made a quality choice to value and, and appreciate wisdom and pursue wisdom above all things. Wisdom will put on your head an ornament of grace. Most people are like, I don't like why people don't like me. I don't like why I don't have favor. When you embrace wisdom, favor is a natural part of wisdom. Wise people always enjoy favor. Even those who hate you cannot help but favor your cause. Why? Because wisdom will set you apart. Wisdom brings favor. The Bible said Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature, and he had favor with God and with men. As you value wisdom and as you grow in wisdom through this series, I see you enjoying great favor in every area of your life in the name of our Lord Jesus. Let me run up, run up with Proverbs 8, 12 to 21. We are simply looking at what happens when we choose a life of wisdom. I want to provoke you to let go of foolishness and to choose a life of wisdom because it is priceless. It is profitable and is a principal thing. Now look at this with me. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 12 to 21. I wisdom. Now the book of Proverbs actually, Proverbs 8 talks about the personification of wisdom. Wisdom is speaking as a person and is speaking as a female. He said, I wisdom. I live together with good judgment. That's another thing wisdom offers you. You are able to judge. When somebody comes to say, I want to marry you and the person is actually not in to marry you, but is actually looking for sex, you can tell. You can judge rightly that this is a good man, this is a bad man. When the wisdom of God is at work in you, he says, I wisdom live together with good judgment. What again? I know where to discover knowledge and discernment. So when wisdom comes, knowledge and discernment also come. All who fear the Lord will hate evil. Therefore, I hate pride and arrogance, corruption and perverse speech. Common sense and success belong to me insight and strength are man we are looking at what happens when you live a life of wisdom when you choose to walk in wisdom you enjoy common sense you experience success insight and strength you will never grow weak the bible said a wise man is strong yea a man of understanding increased in strength you will never grow weak again. Your financial life, you will not grow weak. Your spiritual life, you will not grow weak. In your relationship, they will be going from strength to strength in the name of our Lord Jesus. Now look at verse 15. He said, because of me, kings reign and rulers make just decrees. Because of me. So wisdom is a tool for dominion and power. Because of me, kings reign and they decree justice. When the wisdom of God is at work in you, you shall decree a thing and it shall be established unto you. You'll be making decrees. Don't forget, we have been made unto God kings and priests and we shall reign with him on the earth. How are we going to reign with Christ on the earth? By functioning in the wisdom that was at work in Christ. No wonder the Bible says God has made unto us, Christ has been made unto us the wisdom and the power of God. When the wisdom of God is at work, we dominate our circumstances. We are not overwhelmed by the challenges of life. We take dominion, we take, we, we exercise power and authority over the challenges of life. And then number 16, 
Rulers lead with my help, and nobles make righteous judgment. That's another benefit of wisdom. Wisdom. Wise people are always rising up to become leaders. If you are going to be a great leader, you need to embrace wisdom. It takes wisdom to lead. It takes wisdom to lead at a personal level and at a corporate level. It takes wisdom to lead your family so that there is always not a financial crisis, so that you are not always quarreling with your spouse. It takes wisdom to understand your wife, to understand your husband, and to relate with your children in a very harmonious manner. It takes wisdom. And as we go through this series, the wisdom of God that builds a peaceful home, a harmonious home, a, a, a congenial atmosphere for work, that wisdom is being released unto you in the name of our Lord Jesus. Now come again with me. He said, I love those who love me, and those who set me early will find me. Look at this again. Almost everywhere wisdom is riches is there. He said, I have riches and honor as well as enduring wealth and justice. You will not be poor again. You will never be poor again. As you choose to walk in divine wisdom, as you choose the wisdom of God, which says it's more blessed to give than to receive, I see you walking in abundance. The Bible said, a foolish man spended everything he gets, but a wise man saves some for the future. That is wisdom. It helps you to accumulate. It helps you to walk in wealth. So wisdom brings wealth. When you live your life and your size per time, you are able to live debt free and you are able to harness your resources in order to achieve great wealth in life. Enduring wealth and justice are products of wisdom. I like this. Verse 32. Now look at verse 21, 20 and 21. He says, I walk in righteousness in part of justice. Those who love me will inherit wealth. I will fill their treasuries. May your treasuries never be empty. Wisdom fills your life with precious things. The Bible said all the things we can desire cannot be compared with wisdom. Wisdom fills your life with peace, with joy, with prosperity, with progress, with success, with fulfillment. Amazing benefit. Wisdom brings righteousness. You live a life of righteousness. You are not crooked in your dealings with others. You are honest in your ways with others. That is a mark of wisdom. When wisdom is at work, these are the visible things we will see in your life. And so from this day forward, may these things become visible and tangible in your life. Verse 32 to 36. And so my children, listen to me. For all who follow my ways are joyful. You will be joyful as you follow the way of wisdom. Listen to my instructions and be wise. Don't ignore it. Joyful are those who listen to me, watching for me daily at their gate, waiting for me outside my home. For whoever finds me, finds life. Are you looking for life? Are you looking for a better life, a glorious life, a fulfilling life? A life that does not just end in this life, but endures into eternal life. Find that life in Christ. Find that life in wisdom. The Bible says when we find God kind of wisdom, the God kind of wisdom, we find true life. And we receive favor from God. From this month forward, from this day forward, all through this series, favor will be your next, your surname. In the name of our Lord Jesus, everywhere you go, favor will respond to you. Those who hated you before will respond and treat you kindly from this day forward in the name of our Lord Jesus. Now look at this as I close. But those who miss me injure themselves. All who hate me love death. Can you see that? 
Those who miss wisdom, they injure themselves. I know you don't want to injure yourself. That's why you are going to walk with me through this journey as we pursue wisdom, as we explore wisdom, as we discover how wise people live. There are two ways you can live. You are either living wisely or you are living foolishly. And the choice is yours. God bless you for being part of our broadcast today. I'm going to continue this exciting series next week as we begin to explore how wise people live. God bless you. Now, I will always invite you with joy and with excitement because when you seize this opportunity, you are, secure, you are securing eternal rewards for yourself. You are making a difference in the world and you are securing eternal reward for yourself. I want to invite you to partner with us. Our business is to take the gospel of Christ to the nations on any platform human beings are on. We are on several radio stations and we aim to reach out to more. And we want you to come into agreement with us, partner with us, with as low as one Ghana city uh, and as high as anything the Holy Ghost lays on your heart. Partner with us. Click the link and become a partner with us as we take the gospel to the nations of the world. God richly bless you as you see that opportunity. God bless you. I look forward to having you join me same time next week. Till I come your way, maximize the grace of God. Remain blessed. If you want to accept Jesus and make him your Lord and Savior, you want to say this prayer after me. Mean every word and then believe it in your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and my Savior. I believe with my heart that you died and rose again for me. By my belief, I am justified. And by my confession, I am saved. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. If you pray that prayer in faith, you are a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. God bless you. We look forward to having you join us again and again. You are blessed. Pastor Afuakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. Share your testimonies with us on 020-422-5790 or email us at embassyoflifechapel at gmail.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For more information, visit our website at www.embassyoflife.org. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our service at our headquarter church from 8.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. for our good news service. And on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Our church auditorium is located on the top floor of Nanama Ejakuma Plaza opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santasa Runabout, Kumasi, Ghana. Alternatively, you can join us online for our services on Embassy of Life Chapel, Facebook or YouTube pages. God richly bless you. Oh, no, no, no.